Welcome back to Marriage Monday. I'm so excited that you tuned in. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast, and I want to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, I want to talk about happiness. It's a great subject to talk about um, because it comes up so often with married couples. For example, when my wife and I do um, marriage conferences, we often do a Q&A, and happiness comes up a lot. Now, when I meet with couples that are getting ready for marriage, this rarely comes up most most likely because there are so many happenings that happiness is not hard to find. That's where the word happiness comes from, the word happenings. And so because they've got engagement, engagement photos, um, engagement party, they've got the wedding planning, the wedding itself, the honeymoon itself, there's so many happenings, so many events that happiness is just not hard to find. It's being experienced a lot. But when it comes to married couples, uh, many times we misunderstand uh, happiness, and if we don't know how to navigate it, it's no wonder why we are missing out on it or we're lacking it in our marriage. I want to help you with that. So there's a statement I want to make today, and it's a statement that I want you to think about. I want you to ponder. I want you to talk with your spouse about because I think that if you can get the heart of this, it's going to help you have a happier marriage. So write this down. I need you to make sure that your spouse is a part of your happiness and not the source of it. Let me say that again because I want to be clear. Make sure your spouse is a part of your happiness and not the source of your happiness. That's a huge deal. Why is that a big deal? Two reasons, two huge reasons. Now, the first one is going to get a little bit preachy. That's okay. I'm a Christ follower and I'm a pastor, so that's just my nature here. But the first one is this. When we make our spouse the source of our happiness, we are placing a demand upon him or her that they were never equipped to provide. Let me explain. John chapter 1, in the scriptures it says that in Jesus is the fullness of God. So that when we have faith in Jesus, it's through Christ that we are able to get our fullness of what we need in life from God. He is the source of our joy, source of our happiness. Two different things there. Source of our strength, source of our peace. And we can keep going down the line. But he is the source and God is equipped to provide those things for our lives. But husbands, when we make our wives the source of our joy, or wives, when you make your husbands the source of your joy, you're actually placing a demand, a demand that God was only able to meet, and you're placing a demand upon them that they were never, ever equipped to provide. So that's why they cannot be the source of our happiness. But the second thing I would say is this, is if they've become the source of your happiness, you're going to begin to see your spouse as a disappointment. Now, now, let me parse that out a little bit more because it's okay to be disappointed in your spouse or to be disappointed by your spouse. Those things happen. That's part of being married. It's part of having two, uh, two people that are the opposite sex from different walks of life, different backgrounds, different families. You come together, you're going to be disappointed or have disappointed moments. Those things happen. Somebody burns food, you get disappointed. Uh, Somebody doesn't do an expectation, you're gonna experience disappointment. That happens, but there's a difference between I am disappointed and I see my spouse as a disappointment. Do you see the difference? You can experience being disappointed, but all of a sudden when you see your spouse as the source of your joy, if they don't live up, or the source of your happiness, if they don't live up to that and they don't provide that, instead of being disappointed, you begin to see them as a disappointment. Their identity now is they are the disappointment in my life. And so that is a huge deal to understand. You want him or her to be a part but they can't be the source. So a couple thoughts here. Uh, First of all, when you think only of your own happiness in the marriage, you're never going to be truly happy. 
When you only think about your own happiness, you're never going to be truly happy. Why? Because according to scripture, the two become one. And so there just becomes this amazing link between husbands and wives, this awesome link where there's a link between you physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And so your happiness, I believe, is linked together. So if you've got one person that's just after their own selfish Happy, like their own happiness, and they don't care about the happiness of the other individual, you may experience a moment where it might feel happy, but it won't truly be happy because you guys are linked together. And I've had people say, well, I need to do self-care. That's a really hot buzz word, phrase, topic that comes up a lot. And I believe you do need good self-care. Don't get me wrong. But there's a difference between self-care and selfishly caring for yourself. Do you see the difference? Self-care, like I do self-care, I go for a run, I will eat well, I go rock climbing for for leisure, for stress relief, Um, I get good rest, Uh, I work hard, Um, I will journal, I spend time in prayer. There are things that I do that are self-care, but the self-care is there not to help make me happier, but to help me to be a better human being, to be a better husband, to be a better dad. The self-care is there for the purpose of serving others. But when we are serving ourselves only to make ourselves happy, we're now in the place of selfishness and that will never ever provide happiness. So if you only think about your own happiness, you actually miss out on being truly happy. Second thing I'd say is this, happiness comes from happenings. They're linked. We talked about that a little bit earlier. So you have to find ways to create happiness in your marriage instead of waiting for them to find you. Listen to that right there. Stop waiting for the happenings, the moments to find you. You initiate and create those moments to help bring happiness in your marriage. And that's where the two become one and the two can work on that together. This is where your spouse, you and your spouse, each get to be a part of the marriage happiness and you can create happenings, create moments, get creative, think outside the box and just recognize that maybe what uh, the events that used to create happiness in your marriage that happened when you first got married are not the things that are going to Maybe create happiness later in marriage. Get creative. Talk talk with each other. Talk about how often you guys do date nights. And some of you are thinking to yourself, date nights? You need to have date nights. You need date moments. You need time together. You need time apart. You need to make sure that you are creating moments consistently on a weekly basis. Now, notice I didn't say daily. But create weekly moments that help get happy moments in your marriage to create happy experiences. Those moments help create those feelings that you're after. And it's more than just feelings. You want that experience of happiness for the both of you. That leads me to number three. And lastly, resolve to make necessary changes so that you can maintain marital happiness. Resolve to make necessary changes so that you can maintain happiness. And now when it comes to the marriage, I believe that marriage is best done through servanthood, thinking of our partners more than ourselves. Husbands thinking more of your wives, wives thinking more of your husbands. Because if you've got two people in a marriage relationship that are constantly thinking of the others, looking to serve others, then you're going to find the happiness that you're desiring. 
And so when it comes to thinking about your spouse, it's learning. I have to resolve to make necessary changes. It could be in my habits. It could be in the roles that I play in the marriage. It could be in the way that I talk, the tones that I utilize. It could be in my expectations and the way that I project them. Uh, Sometimes we have to make necessary changes because there could be some ways that we are acting, ways that we are responding, ways that we are living that actually take away from the happiness in the marriage. And we've got to resolve to be people of change. Now, don't give me the line that says, well, this is just the way that God made me. We all could give that excuse towards selfishly staying the same way and never changing, but we just want, we want our spouse to change, but we don't want to change ourselves. I think we need to resolve to be servants of our spouse. And if we're going to be a true servant of our spouse, we have to be willing to lay down things that might be, they might be something that was just a part of our, um, a part of our repertoire of life. I don't want to say a part of our personality, but just a part of the way that we've always lived. Maybe it was just the maybe we talked a certain way with our family members growing up, but when it comes to your marriage, it doesn't work because your spouse is not the people you grew up with. We've got to resolve to make those necessary changes to help maintain marital happiness. Because the second we insert stubbornness, the second we insert a, a, a lack of teachability, we automatically are setting our marriage up for a lack of happiness, and that lack of happiness will begin to deteriorate the joy in your relationship. So again, make sure your spouse is a part of your happiness and not the source. And we can do that by, first of all, not focusing on our own happiness. Secondly, creating happy moments. And then thirdly, resolving to be a people that will change. We don't want to stay the same. We want to grow and let God continue to shape us to help us to be the best servants in our marriage to see the happiness thrive and grow. That's all I've got for today. Thanks for joining with me. Thanks for listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Like, share, rate. Uh, Make sure you get the word out to help others build their marriage one Monday at a time. God bless.